Hey. Random Thoughts and Realizations Podcast. I'm your host, uh, one of your hosts, Taco, a.k.a. Everybody Loves Tacos, a.k.a. Uncle Taco, a.k.a. Ted Talk Taco. Ted Talk Taco. A.k.a. Huevos um, Rancheros. What is that? You know exactly what it is. I bet no English. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who are you? I'm Lee, Master Lee. Hey. I don't I don't got as many hats as you do. Well, you know, I don't really have a head for hats, you know what I mean? I can wear a fitted. I can't wear a dad hat. You always wear hats though. Sometimes. I My think you had a picture recently with like a dad hat and on, like coming from working out. Nah. You was coming from working out. That's a workout hat. It wasn't a dad hat. Same I'm difference. Gonna, I'm going to give me some dad hats. You should. Dad hat taco. Coach Taco. <laughs> what are we drinking, Lee? We got a little kettle one here. With a little cranberry splash. A little top shelf And a little shit. splash of uh, Sprite. We decided to uh, take a little lighter this week. You know yeah, I mean? I, we've been heavy on the brown. Went with a little vodka. I haven't had no vodka in a long time, so I thought it was a festive time we could have a little vodka. We're watching our calories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why, are we, that. why are we chasing it with uh, cranberry mm, juice? Exactly. <laughs> well, you got a little sparkling. Oh, I, I, I mix it with a, a, a LaCroix. A LaCroix. People, people shit on LaCroix. I don't care for them. I love, I love them. I like the the sparkling, like the little Fresca, yeah. I think they are. Oh, Fresca? Fresca, yeah. That's I soda. like those. They taste amazing. I love it Fresca. Is. I was trying to do the, um, I don't know if you've seen them. They like they call it like ice or something, but they like little oh, yeah, sparkling in the bottles. Yeah. But they make you so gassy. You just build up gas and Carbonated water. Yeah. And they, they, they say, you know, it's... Uh, Your stomach be bubbling the whole time. Chemical like, sweeteners in it, so... Yeah. I don't really mess with they them. They taste okay, but trying, besides trying to that, get, it's just so much carbonation. Like we were just talking it. off mic. Like, we drink... Like, if we want sodas, like, we'll drink, like, the Zero, like, Coke Zero, Sprite yeah. Zero, something like that. But I'm trying to get off of those, too. So that's why I'm, I'm rocking I love the Coke Zero. Today. I like the That's cherry, my go-to. I like Cherry Coke Zero. I think I've had that one time. But like I said, we trying to get off the sodas. Yeah, I don't drink too much calories. soda. I'll drink if it if any like full soda I drink, it'll be a sprite. I don't mess with too many like Cokes and Fanta. I will and fuck shit. with a Dr. Pepper though. Nah, I don't drink no oh, Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper if so I'm good. It's so good though. When it hits your lips, it's so good. If any well, outside of Sprite. I sometimes drink a, uh, depends on what I'm eating, uh, like a <laughs> strawberry phantom or something. <laughs> on, like, if it's some chicken, I want a, like a phantom or something, or something huh? like that. What but, if you're eating a salad? What you drinking? Um, some water. What about barbecue? Um, maybe some tea. Oh, sweet tea? Yeah, sweet what tea. What about um, pizza? Some water. I'm not a big pizza fan, but I have to watch burger. all that what shit you down. With a burger, 
I'm probably gonna go with a um, probably my uh, like a strawberry or something like that. Burgers, gotcha. chicken, stuff like that. I'm drinking pizza. I'm <laughs> drinking a beer. A beer with pizza. Yeah, they go together. Like, like salt and pepper. Like Love and basketball. <laughs> Ike and Tina. As we both take a sip. I know. How's your week, Lee? Uh, it's pretty good. Not too bad. You do anything exciting or not exciting? Um, try my CBD you get product. Into some uh, hot girl shit. Nah, no hot girl shit. No hot girl shit. Shout out uh, to uh, Kendra. She cho- she told me to bring up some hot girl shit. <laughs> What's hot girl <laughs> shit? I don't fucking know. What anything that Megan Thee Stallion do is hot girl shit. <sighs> Megan been tough on these like these last two Fridays with these little uh, concert uh. drops. I love Megan. Megan been real tough out here. So you Megan. say you've been tr- you're trying your CBD? Yeah, that's. Tell us about that. Um, pain management, I guess. Yeah. Uh, don't want to get into pain pills too too deep. So, been trying to other little ways. You know, I tried some of the CBD flower. Mm. It was it was pretty good. wasn't too bad. Uh, How you know, make you feel? It's relaxing. It's not like uh, it's not a high, but yeah, it's, it's just, it just chill you out. It just chills you out. Like it, it just brings it calm down. And like I said, it's that to me the if you was to smoke normal, uh, marijuana THC. Reggie, <laughs> no, no Reggie. What is what is that? I would I would be hoping you smoking the best at this <laughs> what point. What is that? At this point in the game, yeah. Um. Because people give Reggie out for free, I think. Yeah, nowadays. I mean, nobody as you try, should. I don't think nobody try to sell Reggie. As you should. Um, Reggie don't even want Reggie. Yeah. I don't think nobody's selling Reggie. <laughs> Reggie. But um, it's kind of like, like I said, once you get high and then once you taper it out and you get to that relaxed stage, that's how it feels. You're just in that relaxed so state. So would you say it worked as advertised? Yeah. Would you try it again? Yeah. I would. Absolutely. I would. Um, Is that your preferred method of CBD consumption? Um, Have you tried other ways? I've tried it in the little vapes and stuff. But to me, it tastes bad. It it has a bad taste uh, in the vapes. What about like the creams or the tinctures? I haven't tried tried any of the creams or anything. Just Um, the vape? Just the vape and the actual leaf. And yeah, yeah. and like I say, the the leaf, you know, is just you wouldn't know the difference from anything else. And flavor has got the flavor, it's got the taste of like regular weed. Yeah, I mean, well, traditional traditional weed. weed yeah, you can't say regular weed. Yeah, it's got the flavor, and uh, the only thing is you don't get the head high, you don't get the body high, and you're not taking in THC to. It's kind of fucked up. Why? What do you mean that? Why you say that? I feel like if you smoking weed, like you you expect it to be that. But it's a mind. I think I think it's is actually great because I'm a person where I don't necessarily get high. Not, so yeah. like that. So, but I can get the medical purposes right of without, it without, without having to high. go gotcha. through the whole high stage. Okay, that makes sense. Or if you got anxiety, you can get the relaxing part of it without having to go through the whole high stage. 
That makes sense. So it's it's is to me I look at it it's just like some people like vodka, some people like whiskey, some people like, you know, CBD. You know, see whatever. <laughs> so it's it's just another version and like I say if you really really into it or really want medical purposes, well, okay, cool. We got the medical side right here. I wonder and if then, it's like more uh effective than like the other versions of it. What do you mean, more effective? Like, like, like it, it works better. I think it compared does compared to like maybe the vape or maybe the to cream me, or whatever. In my logic, it, it's just all me. It's not. I don't think it's proven. But mm-hmm. to me, anything in its pure form is better than once it's been stripped down and evaporated and squeezed into this and all of that. To me, uh. so I mean, I know people will say like, um. You know, even like they take marijuana and they cook it down, turn it into wax and all that kind of stuff. It's stronger. What's that? What's that stuff that calls like shatter or something like that? What's that? Well, it's like a hard. I guess it's like wax, but it's hard and they crumble it up. Oh yeah, um, I don't like know what it's called. Or something like that. Yeah. I seen it on the internet. Yeah, that's that's a, that's way above my. That's pay grade. I, I, heard, <laughs> I heard that's like in way my, worse. Yeah, in my whole life, I never thought about more, being that high. More like concentrated, like <laughs> yeah. it, like you were saying, like uh, the purest form, right? Is yeah. not is or is the most effective. But but, I think in that case, yeah, I've heard what people say. That's like way like. You do it one time, and you'll be high. Out of your yeah, mind. and that, I guess that's the thing. Like, I, it contradicts what I said. I, the you know the pure, but I mean the only problem is. But I guess effective and strong are not necessarily the same true. thing. And um, I mean it's not regulated, right. so we don't know. What, at least if you smoke weed, you know you get stupid high. You know, okay, this is better than this. You know, when you're doing something that doesn't give you a high, you're like, I, I don't know, you uh-huh. know. And to me, the vape that I tried, it had a bad, bad taste. I'll try another one, but um, it had a bad taste gotcha. to me. It was tasted like crap. Like it whatever tastes, the place is, like we need to burning. go talk to them so we can get a sponsorship for the uh, podcast. We do, yeah. We do. We go, we go, go holler. Little, We're not gonna sponsor. mention them, right? Well, maybe we should mention them. We'll wait. We'll wait. We'll, we'll hold wait. off on them. We'll wait. We'll wait. We'll keep it in the cut. Hey. I got to shop around a little bit. You know, I got to see who's worthy of it. <laughs> the sponsor. Facts. 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 <laughs> what else she do this week? That's it? Yeah. That was a pretty... That was, yeah. That was probably the only interesting thing in my life I did. Gotcha. Something Man. that I, I've been looking into and reading into and been kind of Speaking doing of stuff, my research. I've been, I've been looking into and reading into... <clears throat> Went to a, a live podcast the other day. Okay. Was I'm, it last Saturday? Yeah, uh, I think it was. Tea, I think I talked to you. Tea in the Shade. Shout out to their podcast. It was great event they put on. I was cracking up. What was their topics about? What were they talking Man, about? Man, I mean, you, you really like got to listen to their show. You know what I mean? I would, I would compare it to like a better version of uh, The Thick, something that you would know. Okay. Uh, it's two it's two young ladies so, and they, you know, they're hilarious, cracking up, but they also got like questions, they got current events, you know, okay. stuff like that. Cuz I I guess what the thick would be just all current events. Wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah. I don't know. They talk about random shit too. They talk about yeah. their, They talk about their personal life, they talk about everything. Sometime I was I was listening to one of their podcasts uh recently, Ooh. the thick. 
Oh, I don't before, like when before people. You, before you get into that, I just want to shout out to and Shade and uh, RTNR. We need we need to do a live show. There at you some go. Point. Link up. We can do a lot. We're gonna do a live show at some point, man. Just keep keep uh, keep us on the uh, sick and shut in list. There you go. <laughs> We're go. gonna do a live show one day. We're in the gym right now. We're working. We are in exactly. the lab. We're getting it right. Exactly. So so what was you saying for? about? Uh, no, I was saying thing? that I don't, I was look I was listening to one of that podcast recently and. I don't like, you know, well, this is one thing I don't like about podcasts. This where is the thick you're the thick, speaking of. Yeah, where people Shout have. Shout out to the thick. We they like have, y'all. Y'all thick. They have a lot of private conversations on mic. So it's like, it's almost censored. And you're like, what the fuck is going on here? What are y'all talking about at this point? Because they tell you You mean you like bits. using like code words and stuff? Or well, they tell what? you bits and they be like, well, we're not going to say his name. But, you know, the one from the, Tabria does it bad. So, so but you mean like, if you're gonna tell me a story, tell me the story. They're telling personal stories or personal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Don't try to hide the details it because it may expose some or say something that you don't want the world to know. What's Just don't bring that, it up. Though? Though. I think. I think. I think. Um, as a. As a. Uh, it's hard to follow a story. I mean, I think it's a way. It's a way on. to do it though. I think you can you can uh, be discreet and censor yourself, but still tell an effective okay an you, effective story. You can't, but you may take some names out. Cause like or, I'm not gonna tell one hundred thousand percent of my business, but every day. I feel like if it's that until we get to a certain price point. Tabria does it bad. The other girl will kind of tell whatever. I can't think, Mindy. But it's all—it's all at your own discretion. True. You know what I mean? Like it's what you want to do. Yeah, I thought she was crazy. She told us the one she should have hit. She told full open <laughs> with the dude and her and the smoking in the house. That—that's the one you should have hit. But she said it was in the open to everybody. So I like oh, but Tabria does it a lot. She'll—they'll be like, you know, Mister, we went out with, and like what? And, or the random dates and all that type of shit they'll be telling, but they won't tell the whole thing, and it's kind of yeah, like I guess it's it's just not juicy enough, I guess, because you feel like you're missing parts of the story. Not like, juicy enough for you. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, you you are uh, what what uh, what Dane Dash said. What? What's <laughs> the people? Uh, a chatty patty. You're a chatty patty, <laughs> me. So you want all the interesting I need all details. of it. <laughs> you want it all. But, I mean, like I said, if you're going to be a public figure and kind of speak about your life, that's up to you to decide what you want to share, what you don't want to share. And I, I see Nick, matter of fact, speaking of that today, I seen on Instagram, Nikki was telling the story. Who? Nicki Minaj on her Queen Radio. What's <laughs> that, Nicki? I'm like, who you? Who's Nicki Minaj? Got you. I get first name basis. My bad. My bad. I forgot you. Oh, don't fuck. You don't hang with Nicki I, yeah, like yeah, I do. My saying. bad. Yeah, I ain't getting you know, invited to Nikki, that You know, but now nah, um, she was telling, I guess, a story about her relationship or somebody. It it almost with the new dude that she's with or whatever. How they met or something. But yeah. it was it when she was talking. It almost felt like. You just jumped in the middle of a conversation. Like, wait, it was talking about fighting, and he fought somebody for her and the old dude. You know, I was in love with old. I'm like, 
why y'all even tell this First story? First of all, why are you listening to Queen Radio? I didn't. It was a clip off of her show. And they was like, oh, Nikki explaining how her and her boy oh, got so together. So you was like in the shade room or something. Mm-mm, I don't know where I was at. <laughs> don't give me the line. I made a wrong turn. <laughs> I made a wrong turn on Instagram and went straight and I ended up there. Got you. It happens. It's called a uh, rabbit hole. There you go. But again, I mean, you, 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 it, it, takes, it takes time. And Nicki Minaj is not a person. Even though she raps for a living, she's not a person who just when the last time is she makes on the radio all the time. You know what I mean? True. So it takes time to get used to telling stories, uh, saying or not saying things you shouldn't, uh, should be shouldn't have said, telling a full story from beginning yeah. to end. Like it takes it takes time to you know to be able yeah, to, to convey a message when it's just audio. And it's just conversational. Well, you know, somebody I like that Charlemagne and them, they do a good. But I mean, they've been in they radio and stuff so long. Day. Yeah. When they you tell stories, I mean? they could tell stories without necessarily giving up names and inf- just critical yeah. information. But you prof- can follow that's the story. What I'm saying. Like, it takes time to yeah. be able to do that. So maybe that's the thing. It, it takes time. And are we podcasters? Yeah. I mean, Chances are anybody that's doing podcasts, like, just straight up that hadn't done radio before, you've been podcasting probably less than four years. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know what I'm saying, like, four years or less. There's been a – there are the exceptions. Yeah. Like, it, had I started podcasting when I first learned about podcasts, I was think about like that. Like – Six, seven years by now. Some of our – you know, favorite podcasters, there's shows that we listen to and uh, podcasts that we listen to. Like, just think about it, they started, and I mean, you sometimes you know you think like, damn, is anybody listening? And then you, but you think about other people like they started. Look where they at. I'm right. pretty sure. You know, I always hear our my favorite podcast. Joe Budden would be like, I didn't think anybody listened to us. And he said one dumb thing on the podcast, and everybody's shooting right, shoots right, at right. him about it. You know, and I think like, that's Shit. the beauty of the the route they took was that they just did it independent and just did it. Like I yeah. honestly felt like Joe don't look at the numbers. At least he did. It's like what they like to do. I mean, they probably he look at it more now because they were Spotify. Like to do it and will it become something? Maybe. Who knows. Maybe he will, maybe he won't. Like, and I think Rory had the foresight, and he knew it was something. Joe was just like, I like talking because it was some episodes yeah. with Joe will be on tour, and like, I don't yeah. give a shit about this podcast. I'm gone. Somebody, and I thought, uh, but I think like if he was gonna go on tour now with his rap, he would take the podcast with him. Yeah, because he know how. Oh yeah, important that's it his is. that's his main lane. I think. For like some people, I always hear him say, uh, "It's kind of like a therapy type of session." Like, it's I wonder how big together. that bag is, though. It's got to be nice. I feel be. like they worked on it a long time. And like I said, they were independent for so long, and they really didn't have many like sponsors either. Yeah, build them numbers up. But and I think that's uh, I feel like if I was gonna really well, but they do it. They do it so well that. They don't even have like a lot of guests. Like we could probably count 
the guests that they've had on the in on that show. I think in that's one the hand beauty of it. Since it's like they started, it's just them. Even when he, it was him and Marissa doing it. Uh, you can probably count the guests. That I could probably had on count that show. how many people they've had on there. Like and, and then pro- like probably Pusha T. It's definitely like Chance the Rapper. It's definitely probably two handfuls of yeah. people, and not even a full ten. And like and like four or five of them was literally just friends there that in the business or or like one of the artists. I guess he's I can't remember his name, but I think he's friends with Maul. Like on a personal, uh-huh. like they really friends. He just stopped by, was with Maul that day, and came to do the podcast and he just ended up there. So I wouldn't I wouldn't even count that like they called him was like, hey, can you do the podcast for us? He just happened to be friends with Maul. Hey, I'm going to do the podcast. Come on, come with yeah. me. Let's hang out, talk shit. You know. But we 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 like what they do over there. I respect it. I like it. And I and yeah. I also like the fact they really didn't like have sponsors and stuff. They were yeah. just doing it because they like doing it. And I feel like that's what I sought to do when I first started this thing. Yeah. Like, I was going to do it by myself just because I wanted to do it. And I was going to have people in and out. But then I was like, it got it, it, did, it did get to a point where it, didn't, it wasn't fun anymore. So I took a long-ass break. Yeah. But I think having you here, no homo, it, it feels better. No homo. <laughs> but, I mean, excuse, it's, it's, excuse me, nothing sexual. It I mean, feels better. But this this for us is kind of like like we used to do. We used to do this on Friday night. We'd go to we, Cyclones, we literally drink, have, talk shit. And, you know, I kind of feel like almost damn near every podcast marketed its, itself like that. Like, these are the conversations we would have normally without mics in our yeah. face. And that may be true. And we're just like them. So we're going to get a third mic in here, and we're going to have more guests. We'll get a third and fourth mic in here. Third and fourth. That's our 2019 goal. Goal. Yeah. To get two more mics in here so we can bring people and have some more interesting yeah, conversations. Yeah, we can chop it up, you know what I'm saying, with the people of the you community know, and the women of the uh, – Get the, some ladies. Did you see they was talking about on uh, – they have a festival called Where? The Curl. In New York, Joe and him was talking about that. Oh yeah, I need to, we need to be at we need to be there. All I, the, when I all heard the that, natural, yes, I was like, that's a Grant's festival right there. All the natural hair beauties of I was the world. Like, that, that's that's all Grant right there. A curl festival. I need to be there. Say no to the creamy crack. I mean, unless that's what you like, then you who? Know. Creamy crack. What's that? The perm. Oh, didn't know. Whew, <laughs> 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 went over my head. Like, what's creamy crack? That's nah, new I, was, shit. I was telling somebody the other day, I was like, I, I mean, I used to be a type of dude, I wanted, I preferred my women to have long, luxurious locks, bundles in their hair. And then I started talking to a person who was the complete opposite. They was natural with the natural hairstyles. And I was like, I actually kind of prefer that now. But... but- yeah. I think at the end of the day, it's like I like it as long as long as it looks good. I appreciate it. It could be a wig, it could be faux locks, yeah. it could be real locks, it could be uh, bundles, clip ins, uh, a little taper situation. 
whatever. He, he says that until you have to cut. live with somebody with hair all over the place. Well, I didn't live with a person, but I, yeah. Until. Their, their, their uh, hair you know, all always give through you the, my vacuum cleaner. People always give you the marriage uh, speech where... It's like, oh yeah, it's cool until you get married. And you be like, ah, oh, they bullshitting. No, nah. that's how it is for me. Like, with the I didn't, shit. I didn't live with this person, but they was at my house enough all the to time. leave it. And I had to like literally with scissors cut their hair out of my vacuum cleaner, <laughs> out of the little roll thing. Yeah, I had to literally cut the hair out of it. I was like, what the fuck. I I even see those sometimes. It's funny. I see those little um, ads or whatever. Be like putting the sink to catch it. I'm like, oh shit. That's cool. Like, I'm like, I don't even got any hair. Why am I looking for this shit? Why did not think of that? <laughs> Why am I looking at this shit? I'm actually sitting here saying, damn, that's a neat idea. Like, uh, that, that would help a million people out here. That's about when you have a house. Uh, what else? Uh, satin, satin pillowcases. Oh, I hate that's satin That's another thing you got to you gotta think about. Oh, I had the worst time with uh, satin pillowcases in a sheet. I ever told you that? No. Well, I went to Sam Houston one night. Hey. Hey. I remember this. Yeah, I might remember this. You was at the Justin night. Bieber concert that night. I remember this <laughs> you night. And Dominique for Shout some reason Jay Bieber. was having a, de- a men's date at <laughs> Justin Bieber's concert. I, I I'm not no, going into detail. No, we got so much flack for being a lot there. of kids there. I don't know what so was much, going on. Hey, we ended up telling the people I was uh, Sean Kingston's cousin. I believe you. That's like really? Can you a get us backstage? <laughs> Maybe. I was like, nah, nah. He don't really like people <laughs> like that. He don't really fuck with me like that. But, go, yeah. go, Sam Houston. So I was in Sam Houston, and I was in this satin, silk, whatever, silk, satin shit. Sheets, yeah. Whatever. I literally thought I was dying <laughs> sleeping on those sheets. <laughs> and I couldn't figure out how to cool because I would slide the door open because <laughs> it had a patio. Door. Yeah, yeah, Um. Then I would start freezing. <laughs> then I would close the patio so door. Bitches are not fun. Then not cool. I was gonna stay on the bed neither. I felt like it was 110 degrees <laughs> when I closed it. I was sweating, and the person I was with asked me, "Like, are you okay? Like, you, you like, man? No. I don't know what the fuck's going on right now. I'm, I'm not hot, okay. cold, hot, cold. I like, I, I felt like I had pneumonia. I thought I was sick." I, I thought I was like, I'm fucking sick. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what happened, but this ain't right. And it was the <laughs> fucking sheets. I was like, oh, my God, I'll never sleep on it. I'll sleep on the floor before I sleep on them sheets. I love sleeping on the floor. Yeah, I definitely would hit a floor before I hit sleep way. on some sledding, sledding sleep sheets. Sledding sleeps. Sledding sleeps. Shit. Sledding sleeps. That's my kettle one kicking in. No, that's the that's the title of this episode, Sledding Sleeps. <laughs> But yeah, what else happened in uh, Sam Houston that night, Lee? A lot of shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, you don't incriminate yourself. A lot of fuckery. <laughs> Shout out to Sam Houston, Huntsville. Oh man, what's going on? What's going on, man? This is this this is about to be one of the best times of the year, though. They go football starting up. Yep, they had the uh, Hall of Fame game the last other day. Night, wasn't it? it was last night. Who played? Who was it? Uh, Denver was it? and Atlanta. Okay. I think I don't remember who won. It don't matter. I don't know. It don't, yeah, nobody. It don't it. matter. But uh, they they announced the Hall of Fame people. I think Ed Reed is going in there. Tony uh, Tony Gonzalez, Ty Law. Okay, that's a good round. Um, 
some older people too. I don't I don't know their names. T.O. still not in the NFL. He is. He in the oh, Hall he, of Fame. Did he? He went last or maybe did he go? To, he didn't go to ago. it though. Huh? He didn't go to the ceremony. But it he took got forever inducted. though. He got inducted. It was way past due. Yeah, he should have been first. Yeah, first ballot. He should have been first ballot. But so wait, wait, wait. Why are we here? Why it's we hard here? for wide receivers to Randy Moss or T.O. best receiver <sighs> of all time? Or well, no, we we gonna, we already know uh, Jerry, Jerry Rice. Rice. Yeah, we, he he out the conversation. Out of them already. two, who's the better receiver? I'm going with T.O. Uh, it it really depends. You're a Cowboys fan, so but T.O. can run. But T.O. that was late in his it career. Depend, it depends. No, it wasn't. It wasn't super late. Well, I he mean, went there he before he went thing. to uh, the Eagles. Yeah. So well, sure. that was right. That was the next team he went to. I can after after San Fran. Yeah. He went to the uh, the Cowboys. Then, yeah. But he, he got hurt and on all that foot and shit. But you say T.O. Why you say T.O.? Because T.O. can run across the middle and take some blows. Mm-hmm. You got to respect the man that can run across the middle and catch a ball. I mean, until you play football, yeah, you, it don't sound like a big idea, a big thing. But until you can, uh, run across the middle, the middle, and see Ed Reed coming at you, and still catch no, that ball, fuck Ed Reed, Ray Lewis, Ray Lewis, even yeah, even or uh, any of them guys coming at you out there. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'll be, I'll be honest. Both great. Talents, but I think it comes down to what you want to do with your offense. Well, and and, uh, and Randy I, Moss I, was just outside speed for most of his career. He was he, he nobody catches catches a deep ball better than Randy Moss. Yeah. Um, but again, I think, I mean, Randy he can go across the middle too. He had the speed to get up out of it. Um, but again, I think. Who I enjoy better, I'll probably have to say T.O. as well, because he had he had a lot of personality to go yeah. with it too. Uh, you know, he made watching the game, yeah, more entertaining. Um, but you know, I think I think he he could <laughs> he could go deep if he wanted to yeah. too. He just wasn't as great as Randy Moss going deep. Okay, so while we at football, I'm gonna bring up another topic. Do you, this cowboy side note. Do you think um, Ezekiel should get paid? That's easy. Yo. No. First of all, he still got years on his contract. Number one. Number two. I'm gonna say from a player's perspective, absolutely try to get your money, because football is the is the most messed up game for contracts. Yeah. Because they're basically, even if they say you're guaranteed X amount of money, it's not guaranteed. Yeah, it's always a loophole somewhere. Right. You, they, like, I feel like he should get paid. So, if, if I, I wouldn't pay him now. If he, I would have paid him if, or maybe extending contracts with him if he wouldn't have been in so much shit up to this point. Has he, um, has he got like uh, an extension on his contract or he's still in his rookie contract? Um, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't, I'm not Let's sure what. I have to up. Google it a little bit. Keep talking. But uh, we're gonna take a pause for the calls. Why? Keep talking. Grant Google's because I need to refill my cup real quick. You can talk and refill your cup. I need some more ice. Oh fuck that, Lee. 
I'm telling you, pause for the cause. A, we in the middle of. We're a gonna bring this. We coming right back. You can't pause in the middle of a conversation. Yes, we are. We 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 coming back to Ezekiel Elliott contract. We gotta take a pause for the cause. Y'all see the shit he got put up with. Hey, I got. I can eat some ice. I can't drink hot this liquor. Is, this is the ghettoest shit I ever experienced in my life. It brings some uh, uh, quality to quality control. It's not quality. Yes, it is. You can't. You can't just stop great. the podcast it's in the middle of a of a of a uh, quality and character. There you go. This is terribly. We'll be right back. It's commercial break. What fucking commercials? I don't know. You put a jingle in there or something. I won't. Play your favorite song for like 10 seconds. This is some bullshit. <laughs> put a commercial in there. All right, so we're back. So we did do our homework and um, After a little research. ass commercial break. We had a little commercial break. Pause for the calls. But we did find out that Ezekiel Elliott is going to his 2019 contract, which he's going to be paid $3.9 million for this season. And I have picked up his extension uh, on his contract. His option. Was option on his contract for $9.1 million for his 2020. Right. I, I guess the Cowboys want to roll with this. But he wants more money. He's holding out for more money and an extension. So it's granted. Granted, he definitely has outplayed his rookie contract. He led the league in rushing. True. It, it, it's You can make the, the argument. I don't even know if it's an argument, but you could definitely say they their oh. offense would be nothing without him. Okay, and I, I asked this question because when it was presented to me, people was like, what do you think? I think if he didn't have all the outside distractions that he's had, and having whatever he still has going on, yeah, he would definitely deserve it all. But since he's had so many outside distractions and so many outside issues, and I know that has nothing to do with performance when we talk about a contract. It's about performance. But his, I mean, some of it has interfered with his performance. Off-field shit can affect your performance. Whether it's a suspension or whatever, that's when it does come into play. Yeah. But also, you got to consider this, Lee. Running backs are literally a dime a dozen. That you too. had two great examples of running backs last year in uh, Odu from um, Denver, Lindsey, and Odu mm -hmm. from Pittsburgh, Connor. Um, okay. Dudes that were like, undrafted or really low, low draft picks coming and making great contribution yeah. to the team. So I could if I'm Dallas. Even the I Cowboys say, backup um was doing pretty good. If I'm nice. if I'm Dallas, I'm saying I got one of the better O lines in the league. I could probably put anybody back there and they could run pretty decently Decent, with that O line. Yeah. And most most NFL teams are running back by committee, meaning they got two or three running backs that they rotate. Yeah. Why should I put a boatload of money into Ezekiel Elliott? So, do you and think? And considering the offseason or the off-field stuff he has going on as well. True. I think, I think 
those types of contracts for running backs are reserved for maybe one or two running backs in yeah. the league. The top, the top, top. Now, is he the top, top? Can he I, do everything a running back does? Plus, as you know, plus more. I don't know. Like, to look at Bell. Bell set out last season for he the set same out shit. An entire season. Yeah, and but I don't Bell, know if he's been picked up. Yeah, he played for the Jets. Oh, they, the Jets picked him up? The Jets signed him. Okay. Well, actually, they traded him. Well, I think what? The Steel, well, the Steelers technically still had the rights to him. But he's playing for the Jets now. Okay. So he's back in the league. Now, um, Le'Veon but, Bell lines up at receiver. He lines up at running back. He led the league in rushing. So you can make the argument that he's a lot more uh, flexible and – Valuable than Ezekiel Elliott. You can make that argument for um for old boy for L.A. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Griffin. Uh, is it um Griff Gurley? Gurley. Yeah. Makes touchdowns, multiple touchdowns, damn near every game. You can make the argument for him. You can make the argument for Saquon Barkley. You can make the argument for maybe even Melvin Gordon because I think he's holding out too. To say Corn Barkley get out of New York. It's just a hand it's just a handful of we still talking about Ezekiel. Oh, I'm just pausing because you said we're that. Not, we're not pausing. You've already paused us. Is this a no break. it's a yes or no question? He no, he's still there. He should no. stay. Yeah, why not? Okay. Fuck. I just want because they they've been just that way that team is right now. Still been playing behind Manning. Manning ain't by shit. Time to give been time to give up. What team in the NFL is about shit right now? We know New York ain't. No, we talk. I said what team is. So to finish up Ezekiel, okay. I think as a player, you definitely should get as much as you can while you can. But I just don't see it being smart for you to hold out now because I don't think they're gonna budge. I think you need to um, perform and carry yourself better off the field. And yeah. That's what I think. It, it, They'll pay you. If he didn't have all these Or someone issues, will pay you. Maybe not Dallas, but someone will pay you. I think Dallas will pay you. But if he is just he's had so many issues to where you dude, you gotta take a blow somewhere. Like you thought you were just gonna walk through and take all these games off and oh, okay, cool. And when it comes time to sign for more money, yeah, we want we wanna sign you, even though you've been a fuck up these last three years. Right. We wanna nah, sign you for more like years. That. For more like money, that. you don't go like that, especially with running backs, bro. Exactly. Especially I mean, with running backs. I mean, I, I do do think he's a elite uh, running back. I do think he's top five, right, in I the agree. game. I agree. But like, it's just. I mean, you got so many the incidents, back dude. Position in and of itself. If you were a quarterback, no question. He's got so much shit already on top of you. If you're a quarterback who outperform your rookie contract, you're getting a you're getting a new contract. And if you I'm not mistaken, they, I think he just they had gotta, some shit. They got to pay Dak. They got to pay Dak. They rolling yeah. with Dak as they quarterback. You got to. He, he's been there. He, he stayed so they're clean. not going to pay Zeke and Dak. And, uh, I mean... Is you gotta kind of prove yourself now. I think you yeah. got you. This is the for future 
NFL players or guys that's in college or high school, this is when the fuck up is held against you, you know, when it comes time to talk of money. Yeah, they let you stay on the team. Yeah, they let you do all this other shit. But now you come to the table about money. Now it's like, oh, whoa, 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 calm down now. Yeah, they, you know, they'll, back they'll, up. they'll, why, why should we keep you on our team and pay you millions of dollars? Why? Yeah. I mean, you already you gonna say, well, you know, nine point one. You know, hey, you know, after this season, the ball, I'll get first yeah. down. They gonna say, nah. You take this three get, nine got, and you settle down over there, all right? But just think about it from a <laughs> from the owner's perspective or a business perspective. You can pay a good old line to stay together. Old linemen can can play what if they if they stay relatively healthy. They can play ten years in the league. A True. running back, and you know, it's, and and oh, man, and that's say, hard. Ten, ten years, years in the, in the league, league and still play up to like Pro Bowl level. They can still do it. Now you take long? a you take a running back. They what? They might be good for two three years. Well, at a and, pro back well level, and that's I pro guess. Bowl level. I guess that's the argument he's approaching at. He's been what three years now in and the see, league. Not, not only that, you got to think about the carries at Ohio State. He was there for one year, but still. He ran, ran hard. Him to the ground. He, ran, fuck, the he runs hard for the Cowboys. Had, the carries he had in high school. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got to take all of that into yep. consideration. Like, perfect example is, uh, right, what was his name? Maurice Jones-Drew for the, uh, oh, Jag- for the Jaguars. Yeah. This dude was literally – like eighty percent, eighty five percent of their offense, they ran him, him into, into the ground. ground, and he was small too. He, he was, wasn't a big. He bat. was short, but he was. Well, he's stocky, but stocky. I mean, he wasn't a big back. But he was a running back, and they ran him into the ground. I, I mean, I think he that is the advantage. Like, he had like a real DK productive a year, bigger. and then after that, that was it. Yeah, that's they a lot. Ran him into the ground, like you can't do that with a running back. Man. Yeah, that, I mean, and that's why they so. It's a uh, in and outdoor kind of thing with them because, like you say, it's two years, three years. If you top in line the league, yeah, maybe five. So that's and, why and I'm saying like it's smart for you to try to get your money now, but I would definitely. They're not. They're not gonna budge. Like they're not gonna pay you a lot of money. Like rarely do running backs get paid. Paid. Yeah. So. I got, I'm, I'm gonna bring up a question. What do you think about since we're on football? What do you think about the Texans? I look, y'all got a shitty schedule. I seen like maybe two games. I would First probably. First of all, we're not see. here to talk about the Texans. <laughs> yes, we are. We just we're talking not. about my Cowboys. No, we you talked about our to Cowboys. Talk about your Cowboys. <laughs> Let's talk about these shitty Texans. We were talking about Ezekiel Elliott. You wanted to talk about. Them. I don't want to talk about the Texans. <laughs> But since you presented okay. it, and we on some random, random thoughts, thoughts, the Texans offensively, I think they will be great. Defensively, so? I don't know. Defensively, I got a pretty decent. I think I think what? you need to, and again, another contract situation with Clowney. Clowney wants an extension. He wants a long contract. He wants long money. 
Is he worthy he, of it? I don't think so. Yeah, see, to me. that's the question. Like, I don't think he plays hard every play. He was and hurt. He's like, injury the injury. Yeah, the elbow so shit or they're, whatever. They're trying to franchise him right now, but he's holding out. He's not signing his franchise. Yeah, I think that's so, a bad mistake. I don't I know. Think that's I don't bad. know what will happen with with that. Same um, shit y'all did with Mario. Was it Mario Elliott? Uh, Mario. What's his now name? Now you just talking shit. Like now. You What's being, his name? Mario. Uh, Mario. Disrespectful. <laughs> y'all just make some bad decisions over. We didn't make a bad decision with Mario Williams. Williams. There you go. Mario, Mario Williams. 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 One of them. No. They suck. They be sorry. Buffalo made Clowney. a bad decision Clowney with Mario sucks. Williams. Sucks. Buffalo made a bad decision with Mario Williams. They paid him $100 million. Both of y'all the made Texas a bad decision. Texas did not. The he Texans, didn't do shit for neither one of y'all franchises. Okay, we, it could have been Mario Williams or Vince Young. That's, exactly. That's Shut that's up. That's a tough pick. Shut <laughs> up. Apple one, that's a tough Shut pick. Shut it. That's a tough one. Or it could have been Reggie Bush. I would have went with Reggie Bush. That was, that was probably the, the move we should have made. I was thinking Reggie Bush as well. Reggie Bush didn't have a bad career. It, it brings us back to the point. You can find a running back down a dozen. I think. He had Arian Foster. Undrafted. Well, Arian Foster was a good Undrafted. running back. Undrafted. No, not good. The best. He, he just had he some. He led the league yeah. in rushing. He just Reggie didn't want to play football. Reggie Bush never did that. Once, Reggie Bush never did that. Well, Reggie Bush was fast, but he wasn't big. And I think once he got to the league, it exposed that. You so know. I'm telling you, out of those three, the Texans made the best decision. They chose Mario Williams. And he was productive for I the time I guess when you put those three here. on the table, yeah. When they got rid of him, they paid him $100 million at Buffalo, which yeah, I don't know why crazy. they did that. Why ain't he just shipped Clowney ass somewhere to Buffalo? Well, Somewhere. again, Clowney, I, I really like Clowney, and I like the combination of Clowney and Watt as bookends on the D-line. But Watt's even getting but old. the thing is. He got a couple injuries. Nigga, focus. We're talking about Clowney. I know. I'm just saying that combination you just put together, not what I'm, I'm putting my money on. Nigga, you don't like the Texans. Of course you're not no, putting your money Texans. on. No, I like the Texans. I don't have a problem with the Texans. Don't, hey, don't lie. put me as a bad guy, you're all right? damn lie. <laughs> I don't have a problem with the Texans. I live in Houston. I'm a Texan. But, Lee, uh, I see you doing football season with your fucking Cowboys jersey. <laughs> I just like the Cowboys, Cowboys a little bit more than the Texans. All right. Fuck it. But, again, I, I think you need to figure out. Like, I want them to play pay Clowney. I like Clowney, but I understand why they are not. I mean, they're not not paying him. They're just not giving him a long French, contract. Yeah. I don't blame him. For people who don't know, when you franchise a player, you get, like, that player is basically on a one-year contract. But they get the the sum of, or excuse me, the average yearly salary of the, what, the top three or top five players at their position. I'm glad you explained it to me. I never, I've never thought about so it's like what the, that the means. The benefit of accepting your franchise tag is that you get a huge payday. Okay, right? for nothing basically. It's not for well, nothing. Well, for that one year. It's for one year yeah. though, and that's the downside of it is it's only one year. So if you used to get injured, you don't have. You know what I'm saying? If you used to yeah. tear your ACL, you don't have a team after this one year. Yeah, you have. Free agent, 
come so out. So what's the benefit of it? Just the getting like that right money? get one year of a huge payday. But wouldn't I want to take something smaller with more years to where I can ensure some support behind me or if I get hurt? Which is why he's not signing the contract. Because he, Cause he wants a long contract, so you have security. Who doesn't want that, though? True. Everybody wants security. Who doesn't want I would. a long Especially, I like... Probably, and I you, can't blame him. If I was in the position, I would do the same thing. If you're in the NFL, thing. you know the nature of the beast. But, of course, you don't want to, like, uproot... Say, for instance, if you got a wife and kids, you don't want to yeah. uproot your family every two and three years. Yeah. You want to come and play for a franchise, hopefully... For and, 10 years, 12 years, yeah. and, you know, spend your whole career there. And football, so you can step on an ankle and on somebody's foot and snap an ankle off and can't play for six months or that's, whatever. That's, you not, know. that's not true. You're not going to snap your ankle off. You, you never know. never happened. You never know. <laughs> the way these players are, they ain't they ain't. So I wish just, they would pay Clowney from a, a, a personal standpoint because I like him. But and no, like it's too much. Player, I, I don't. I, like I would want them to getting, sign that. I like the players getting their money, but I also understand from the business side why you wouldn't. Clowny, sign don't him. sign it. Don't sign I it, wish, You know, I wish it was. That's I the wish, white man trying to push you out the door. Honestly, I wish they could like maybe sign him for like maybe a three year deal or something. Something that's like long, but not long. Like, when I think a long contract in the NFL, I'm thinking, like, five, six years. If they could get them for, like, maybe a two- or three-year contract, which they really don't do in the NFL, I'll, I would roll with that. But I don't think they're really trying to do that. They're trying to get a long, secure situation. And also, the other thing is they classifying him as an outside linebacker instead of a defensive end. I don't think he's a five-year contract. if you know football, Defensive ends get paid more money than an outside linebacker. So, if you're doing the average of the top three or top five yeah. people at your position, he's getting less money because they classify him as an outside linebacker. No, <sighs> wish him the best. I wish him the best too. But I mean, it. And then they fired their GM, and they're not rehiring the GM, and they got a like a not. So favorable schedule. It's it's like it's a shitty schedule. They pr- like the way I have it looking. They probably got like a losing season. Honestly, I know they play the Saints eight and eight or worse. The games that I seen was the Saints, Atlanta. I wouldn't mind seeing either one of those. I think those are home games. Um, that's really it. They, Everybody they else, play, like, they play the, the Colts, they Jags, play the that type of shit. I don't want to see none of them. They 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 got like an eight and eight record, or worse, in my estimation. And unfortunately, yeah, because um, y'all got an old lineman that's I don't know what he gonna turn into. What are you talking? The about? guard that y'all got was a tackle. I think they're gonna move him to guard. They're gonna play him at guard. Either way, he he'll be fine. That's what you he say. He played. Here's the Fucking thing. Watts is getting here's, his ass here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing about offensive line. If you're decent. You it's can, the same at every level. You can level, only yeah. get better. Yeah. In the NFL, you're not gonna get worse. And the fact but that they some drafted people don't turn him, out to be the shit. fact that they drafted him number one, they. But I think when they, I, they I see when, something when, in him, 
Apparently. When they was drafting, drafting him, and that's what they drafted him for, it was the potential. But I was... That's all you drafting off of anyway. But, I mean, as far as game time, will he be ready? Most of the scouts were like, probably not. Maybe midway through the season, because they were saying he need to get bigger and stronger. Now, I don't know how much work he's put in over the summer, you know, Nobody since he's does. been drafted. Nobody does, Lee. Nobody put any work? Nobody knows how much oh. work he's put in. I was about to say, he not putting in work? Well, you know, he's a black dude with a white wife, so I think he's got his head on the shoulders good. There you go. He needs a nice, uh, strong white woman white on his side, Nubian huh? White goddess. <laughs> Nubian goddess. No, I'm joking. Just joke, man. Just joke. But uh, NFL, they just had the uh, the top 100 players. You know who they picked number one? Me. Wrong. Damn it. So Ooh. you don't know. I don't know. I didn't even see this. Aaron Donald, defensive oh. tackle for the Rams. I, I like that. I that cannot agree anymore. That, that dude is an animal. amazing. Man, if you watch his highlight tape, it's like, how is he that good? Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. That dude's an animal. I'm actually a fan of Aaron Donald. Just personally, as too. a player. I am too. I am I'm too. not necessarily a Rams fan, but a player fan. I'm definitely a fan of him. Uh, yeah. like, I, I watch I like him his. when the Rams play. I watch him every play. Yeah. like And he literally. I like Sue. But he's he, he not playing for the Rams. No, he, he's in Tampa. Is it Tampa, I think? I don't know. I think he's sure. in Tampa Bay. I'm not sure. I think I'm he went back sure. to the Florida. But uh, he, uh, he, he, he probably beats his guy every play. Every play. That's. He's definitely the guy when you're on the line, you tell your fucking guard, you say, hey, get your ass over here and help me uh, stop this though. guy. He beats <laughs> double teams. Yeah, we tried. This dude is like. <laughs> That's all you can say when you get your ass whooped on the like outside. The perfect we tried. He's technique D tackle. Like, he's big. Like, he's not even. He's, he's not big. He's at technically all. undersized. Yeah. He's like athletic. He's like maybe what six foot or six one, maybe like two hundred eighty something pounds. Yeah. Like two eighty something. You think he's two eighty? Yes, he's two eighty. I don't know. You have to look that one up. I As opposed to what? Him. I'm getting maybe two sixty. This thing is not. They got linebackers that's two sixty. That's like a that's like a, that's like a defensive end weight. Two sixty. He's solid though. He's lean. He's that's lean like that's like fuck, Watt. So. That's like JJ Watt. He's lean as fuck. No, this dude literally got a six pack. Yeah, as a D lineman. As a D, no, a D tackle. D tackle, same difference. I mean, it is, but it it it, it brings like a certain context to defensive line. Like Vince Wilfork is also a defensive lineman, but <laughs> him having a six like pack me. is <laughs> exactly that's what we're saying. Hey. Uh, Vincent whoop your ass on that D line. Exactly. He ain't been in the lead that long for just See, being. See, JJ beat. Watt is six five two, eighty eight. Two eighty eight. Aaron Donald is what? Shit! Why my two eighty won't look like that? Because you're not six five. You're not white. Oh. See, I tell you, he's six one two eighty four. Two eighty four. So he's a little bit lighter so he's, than JJ. For a defensive tackle, he's six what? He's 
six one. Six one. He's undersized oh. for a defensive tackle. Yeah. But he probably got the best feet. He's fast. He's quick. He's fast. He's got excellent like a, like technique. Like a spider monkey. Get under them pads. You just can't get him out. He's got the – because he's six one. he's got the leverage. Yep. You get under like, them fucking pads. Dude is just, so good. And he got, like, a motor that don't stop. That's what they say you got to have to play D-line. You got to have a, a I wish motor. I had played D-line when I was in, in school. But whatever. That's another conversation for another day. But, but shout out to Aaron Donald, man. Yeah. You are a body goals, nothing sexual. <laughs> um and and, uh, even, I even like his style though. And also I, I also appreciate people who are just like the best at what they do. Yeah. Like I appreciate somebody who does something and they study their craft and they yeah. practice it and they hone they good, it. Yeah. And they're good at it. They're the and best at it. Because like I see him on Instagram all the time, every now or not all the time, but every now and then. But he'll have his jury on. He got a little jury. He got a little flex. It's not nothing crazy over the top, but he got a little flex. He'll have his little chains and shit on. And I'm like, oh, shit, he got a little style. You know, he ain't just no lame nigga. All right. We hit we hit the sports. We, we were very sports heavy. Yeah, we were. Shit. That Ezekiel Elliott got y'all excited. Nah, nigga. It's your commercial break. <laughs> got me excited. <laughs> All right. Let's get into some music shit, Lee. What we got for the music? Drake, Drizzy Drake, mm. coming live for the motherfucking North Side. Kick so game run game run. Um, good. He dropped get, the fucking care package. Man, I don't know what that is. I, I love it. I love it. Any old songs? The first? I haven't listened to the whole thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you don't know, Drake dropped what's called a care package. I seen it on the it's news this morning. Like, uh, That's how little, I found out about it. It's kind of like a playlist, if you will. Not an album, not an EP, but like a playlist. It's, it's old music. Basically, though. all the historic like Drake is like one of the one of the rappers that came along with the internet era, right? So he put a lot of stuff on SoundCloud, a lot of stuff that just leaked. That was supposed to be on albums that leaked, so it didn't end up on the album. A lot of stuff he just put out for fun. You know what I mean? So these are. A, a collection of some of the best songs of that ilk. Okay. And literally, this this little playlist probably got like three or four of my favorite Drake songs on it. And it just it just kind of reminds you of how good Drake is. Has been. Like these are songs that like this Lucy's. Yeah. Shit that wasn't even on an album, wasn't a single, wasn't on the radio, but they're popular songs. I was thinking because they was floating on the internet. I was thinking about that too when I when I started listening to. It. I didn't listen to the whole thing because I got like three or four songs into it. And I'm like, this is just old Drake music, and um, because I actually seen it on the news channel 13, 11, One of them was playing it this morning. Um. We're saying that he re- released a new project or whatever, care package that showed the cover. Like, oh shit, I didn't even know. And then I seen you post um, my favorite Drake song. So I'm like, oh, okay, he must got a new project or whatever. Yeah, I saw but, it last night. Drake posted it. Um, I was like, this shit is great. But it, it's like, damn, can you imagine being great for like 10 years? Like, like it, who's better than Drake? Like, I was thinking about that. I was like, damn, how many. How many bad songs has Drake made? Like, I really don't think he's made any bad song. 
it may be some songs that you like more than other songs, but I don't think he's made like a bad song. Like this song was trash. Nobody has had that. a run like Drake is having right now. Like this dude has solid ten years from from when he dropped his first project or or first mainstream project when he was hanging with Trey I songs. I realize this got seventeen songs on it. Damn. Oh, I didn't even look at the bro. This shit. Dreams money can't buy. The motion. How about now? Trust issues. Days in the east. Draft day. Four p.m. in Calabasas. Five a.m. in. It's Toronto. all his greatest work. I get lonely. This is B side. Jersey freestyle. Club paradise. Free spirit. Heat of the moment. Girls love Beyonce. Paris Morton music. Can I? Like these are some of the my favorite Drake songs. He can do a concert off that. He right could. there. Like that's his that could be his Jay Z's B side. He could. And that's not even like his even popular so his best B-side. work. These are shit that just floating on the internet. Yeah. He's not even on albums. This is the this is and then like this to me is like unprecedented. Like and then like him having so far gone on streaming was unprecedented for me at that time. Yeah. Like a mixtape being put on the streaming. Now these Lucy's that were just on the internet being put on streaming now. That's like something new. Yeah. So now you're thinking about all you're making money. It make back. you think about all the different mixtapes that could possibly now be on streaming platforms now, like all yeah. the old school like like to me Chris Brown fan of a fan. Great album. Great mixtape. That's one of the best mixtapes I ever heard. Yeah. That could be on streaming platforms now. All the Wiz Khalifa, uh, Christian OJ. That like, shit could be on streaming. I got a question since we're on the Drake and Chris, you said the Chris Brown. Are you here for a Chris Brown and Drake? No, album? I'm not. I'm not here for any kind of collaborative albums of any sort. No, that's stupid. I have to feel like that's gonna be fire. What what collaborative album has been fire? Exactly. No, no. I know. Let me think about it. Let me think about it. Wait, wait. I'll don't give jump you the ten gun. seconds. Fan the fan was. Tiger and oh, collaborative album. I'm not talking about mixtape. Um, talking about album. Album, album, album. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. There is none. Lee. It's not a lot though. There is none. Two chains and futures coming out with a. Uh, well, they got a song. It's gonna be out. trash. No, Drake and Future. That was not a good album. That was a great album. No, it wasn't. Oh, my gosh. That, that was, was a great album. That was Drake doing a whole bunch of future songs. That was a great album. I don't it care wasn't. how you write it up. It was It not. was a collaborative right, album. People, people. That if was you think, great. If you think. That was put, great. We're going to put know. a poll on no. Instagram. If you think. What was it called? Uh, what a Time uh, to Be Alive. Jump, yeah. Was a good album. That we, was a we, great. We, we, don't say good. Say great. You said good. Great. It wasn't great. It was great. Wasn't. It was. You it could listen to every good. song on there. I even go say Best of Both Worlds wasn't good. Jay Z and R. Kelly that wasn't good. No collaborative album has ever been good. Future and Drake was great. Don't listen to this guy. Where he's <sighs> drinking alcohol. He's got a little Lucy's on the floor. I don't know what he's over there doing. I'm very, I'm very <laughs> coherent right now. I don't know what he's I'm got going on. I'm saying literally, Jumpman, Diamonds Dancing, 
That's probably the two songs I could remember that was worth listening to. The whole album is worth listening to. It wasn't. Diamonds Dancing make me want to go to a strip club Did by itself. Did you listen itself. to that song? I listened I mean, to everything. to that album? Yes. I can I can put that album on and not have to change anything. Something You're on drugs, bro. You're I on can, that that is CBD one is, the, is fucking with your head. That is one of the albums I can put on and not have to change. That CBD is fucking with you, no, bro. I'm telling you. That shit is trash. I'm telling you. Uh, uh, so even, even when he posts y'all, I need y'all to come through and prove him wrong. Even when Tiger and Chris Brown did the fan of a fan album, that shit was not good. That shit was trash. The mixtape, I don't know, I don't know what they did to fuck it up like that, but that was trash. The what album collab, like people talking about Drake and Rick Ross coming. Nobody wants to hear a collaborative album. Well, the, I seen the poll. They asked, so is Drake. And Rick Ross better than Kanye and Jay-Z collab. Fuck no. You're a Kanye West fan, bro. No, I'm saying Jay-Z is the greatest rapper of all time. So So who sounds better together, Drake and Ross or Kanye and Jay-Z? Kanye and that, excuse me, I spoke spoke too soon. The only collaborative album that is worth something. See, no. Watch the throne. You just said there were no good albums. There Not aren't. A, I forgot all about Watch the there Throne. There aren't because this because you don't even it think about matter. it being collaborative. It doesn't matter. You don't think about it as being a collaborative album because it's so great. No. You think about all the trash ones. No, we think about all the good ones. And they, they no, Watch the, the Throne is. It was good, but it wasn't. It but was. you got to think about it, though, Lee. May, maybe a Drake. Rick Ross situation could work, maybe, because they've collaborated so many times before. That's why Watch the Throne worked, because Kanye was the producer, Jay Z was the rapper, and they done it plenty of times before. So maybe it could work. Future and Drake did not work. I'm sorry. I did. It did not. I love it. I put more faith into a Rick Ross Drake album than the future. I'm actually I'm on the edge waiting for the next album. From Future? And he dropped Drake. one the other day, didn't he? Yeah, like but two, I'm, they supposed ago? to be making another one for um, I hope not. They Please are. don't. Please don't. They making another one for um the um you know, they little collab thing they do. I have no idea what you're speaking of. Drake and uh, Future making a part two. Why would they do that? Because the first one was so great. It wasn't great. It was. It was so great. Diamond, Diamond, you was in the club dancing to it, Grant. I wasn't. I've never yeah, been I seen the club. you. I haven't been to the club in I seen years. you was at Faces Ultra Lounge <laughs> dancing. What the fuck is an ultra lounge, by the way? <laughs> well, how is that different than a regular lounge? You was at the ultra lounge. Do ultra dancing. lounges have hookah, and sure. regular lounges don't. Lou, is hookah, that the difference? Hookah and Hennessy. You and, was uh, there. A nigga in the back making mozzarella sticks. Mozzarella sticks and crawfish oh, etouffee. I do miss that from. Um, you hungry nigga. I am. I do miss that from. Um, what was the? Uh, what was the other place across the freeway? I can't even think. It's your them. story. I don't know. Oak, Oak. Live Oak. Live Oak. They had those. Um, collard green egg rolls. Collard green. Look at you. See? You already knew I never I had them, but this. I knew you was going because you was hungry. Them things are you amazing. You told me about them before. Them things was amazing. 
All right, but uh, so yeah, I'm here for care package. I'm not here for another uh, Drake and Future collaboration. Don't listen to them people. And the only good collaborative album is Watch the Throne. Don't believe it. Uh, All lies. On a related note, the homie Trump got ASAP out of jail. ASAP. He got ASAP out of jail. He paid his (laughs) debt to whoever he owed. Not the homie Trump, yeah. But yeah, ASAP Rocky, he's supposed to be coming home. Coming home. Donald Trump tweeted him today. He said, ASAP, get <laughs> Donald home. Donald Trump ASAP. took all the credit. Y'all yeah, see how y'all exactly. let that motherfucker do y'all? All the y'all let that motherfucker. He probably made one call and he took all the fucking credit at the end of the day. He probably had his assistant make a call. Exactly. He, he, he probably made. called somebody that knew somebody and told him to call somebody to like, make where this is Sweden? happen. Call Sweden, please. Who he know in Sweden? So ASAP is coming home. We don't re- do we care about that? We don't I wish we had that. the DJ Kelly like you got played button right now. You played yourself. You played yourself. That's you what we need yourself. right now for Trump. We don't care about that. We don't care about ASAP coming home. Do you listen now, to I'm not a Rocky? big ASAP. I mean, I like his. I like Ferg. I like ASAP Ferg. I'm not a real big. I don't like a lot of New York music really. To What's me, wrong to you? I don't know. That's I like Jay Z. That's about all. That's what hip hop was born. I'm not a big Swiss beat. Fan. Um, I used to like Dipset you know, like back in the day. I like Biggie, but you that's, on the but top that's with old Leprechaun? Dipset was probably my youngest of memories for um, New York music. I guess. I don't really fuck with ASAP Rocky, but I like ASAP first. I like this first little mixtape he put out because it was kind of Houston influenced. And... Um, he said that he um he said he lived here for a little while when he was first getting on. He probably did. He came here and moved here for a I little while. I feel like everybody lived in Houston for a little while. What's going on? Sprite. Oh. I feel like everybody lived in Houston for a little while. Yeah. This is the place to be. This is the city to be. So There's much a lot of people shit moving happened. to Houston. I'm I'm starting to see that. Hey, I want to let y'all Opportunity. know. Opportunity. If y'all if y'all moving here, don't bring your fucking car. We right. already got enough. We got traffic. enough cars around here. We got enough traffic. <laughs> we got Uber. Take a Uber. Light rail. Metro. Catch a ride with your homeboy. Do something. Don't, don't listen drive, to Don't him. bring your car. You live in fucking Cyprus. You're gonna be stuck in Cyprus. <sighs> well, that's Cyprus. Don't come to Houston though. In <laughs> Cyprus. Same difference. Go to the outlet. You're going to be stuck in Cyprus without your car because Grant told you to leave your car. No, but I'm saying if you're going to move to Cyprus and stay in Cyprus, stay in Cyprus with your car. That is the beautiful thing. Don't bring it to Houston. That is the beautiful thing about Houston now. It's not like you have to commute to the city to do shit anymore. Like, all these little pockets have their own world now. So um, all you have to do is just go around the corner and... You got everything you need. You got H-E-B, Kroger's, whoever else, Walgreens, CVS. Maybe have CVS and Walgreens in the same parking lot. Absolutely. They definitely uh, cut a corner across the street from each other. (laughs) I never understood. I'm like, I mean, I know you're competing for uh, people, but. They got that right there in Pearland. Right on uh, McCarr, what do you call it, 2234 or whatever. 
I, I was like, <sighs> I do like the suburbs well, though. It's suburbs, nice. Suburbs as fuck. are great. I ain't gonna lie. Like, if you got a family, the suburbs are great. But if you single out here thugging and thotting, yeah, you don't want to be waiting like Cypress single rents and shit. You need like to be that. inside the loop. Yeah, but it's so hard to live inside the loop. Well, yeah, it's getting hard to live inside the Beltway now. Yeah, facts. The Beltway used to be seen like like outside this world. Like you going off the Beltway is close as fuck now. Yeah, Belt, now it's the like the Beltway oh, is yeah. the new loop. Yeah, like the loop is like unattainable now. Damn. Yeah. Me. Now the Beltway is the new loop. So it's like if you live inside the Beltway, you're doing yeah, good. Yeah, after now. that, it's about to be Highway Six. <laughs> you got it's 99. Just so far out the fuck out there, you, nigga. I I realize I drive to Highway Six literally every day every for day. work. And I think about, I was like, golly, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, that's how my job. They trying to move out the um, the Beltway in West Park, and I'm like, Ugh. right now I'm right there at 16. So right there in the loop. Yeah. Right there when 290 stores. But I'm like, man, going way out there, fucking fighting that traffic, trying to get to West Park and Highway 6. Or, on a, or not Highway 6, but the Beltway. West Park and the Beltway. Damn, we was talking about ASAP. You said fuck ASAP, huh? Fuck ASAP. All right, let's get back on uh, music, though. We we had this, this conversation uh, off mic. Uh, but Terrius Nash. Um one of my favorite artists, also known as The Dream, or better known as The Dream. That's his name? Yeah, Terrius Nash. Never knew that. Yeah. That's I what, know that's, that's the album of seventeen. That was called Terrius Nash, 1977. Yeah, but I didn't know. Yeah, that's what he was born and to his name. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. But I will come to you for all my dream questions. As you should, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we were discussing off mic. We were we were referencing the Joe Budden podcast when someone on there said that they feel like 1977 was the Dream's best album. And so we were, dis- you know, discussing between ourselves what is the Dream's best album because we're both Dream fans. Yeah. <laughs> so Lee, what were you saying? I'm going what's, with what's love Dream's hate. best album. I'm going with love hate. The first one. Yeah. Why? Um, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying why. I'm asking why. I, I knew the dream as a writer. He was like one of the first. Him and Neo were the first two kind of people I knew, like writers slash artists kind right. of shit. And when he got into it. And then I, I love the whole uh, Prince imprint he had on his stuff. Yeah. Influence. And. That right there, because I was always a bigger Prince fan than a Michael Jackson fan. So once I, mm-hmm. I yeah, once I, and I feel like he he embodied Prince well in a lot of his music. You know what I say? Like, to your point, like, as far as the whole writing thing, I remember when, this is back when uh, Vibe Magazine still existed, like the old iteration of vibe magazine i used to uh have a subscription subscription to it it would come to my house and they had a section called like uh like next on the verge and mm-hmm. they would always highlight people who were like next coming up you know what i mean yeah like the people who bought to blow and they had an article about him the dream yeah about the dream and around that time like the Rihanna umbrella was out 
And I, I was like, that. jamming Umbrella. And I was like, damn, Umbrella is, I like yeah. this song. And it was also, like, around the same time, like, I was making music. So I was, like, so interested in, like, you know, when you get the CD cover, open it up, see who wrote the song, yeah. see who produced it, what's the publishing company name, all that, et cetera, et cetera. And so I was reading the article, and they said he wrote Umbrella. And I was like, damn, really? He wrote a lot you know, of like, the, like to me, like that was mind blowing. A guy writing Umbrella, a yeah. song for a woman, because this is like, like I said, I'm just now getting into like the whole behind the scenes of creating yeah. music. And then also, I remember seeing, like, shortly thereafter, his video on Street Flavor for uh, oh, Shawty is a Street Flavor still out there, ducking AB at that. Uh, <laughs> Is it Hickory Barbecue? Someone shit off of um, Highway 6 and went out there. I don't know. Some shit. They, be, they still out there, though, thugging. Shout out to uh, Street Fighter, D-Solo. D-Solo. He had you, Mario Elliott on that last you raised, week. You raised me, D-Solo. <laughs> that was the only, sometimes that was the only way to look at music videos. Stay I current. know for me, hell yeah, it was. Because we ain't had cable. Yeah. Not here. And I the same way with me. At my house, my grandma's house, we had cable, but not here. At my, I mean... Yeah. In my house. So, like, right after I read that article, I seen that video for Shawty is a 10 on Street Flight. I was like, I like this song, too. <laughs> oh, this is the dude from. Yeah. And then it was like the, hey, the, er, yeah. Er. Like, I was like, oh, I see the, the similarity. And then yeah. this album came out. Of course, I love hate. That's what I bought the album. So, like. The first album has that nostalgic nostalgic value to it. It brings me back to all of that time. So yeah. it, it, it's, 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 it, I'm almost agreeing with you that the first one is the best album. But it kind of gets whacked like the, the last two songs. I don't listen to them. Or the last hey, three tracks. Tell you, if you got two songs out of what? Ten songs? That's a good album. I'm getting to the... I'm trying to compare it to the other four or the other, the other his other albums. But wait, wait, wait! The first album had a Prince bass. First of all, what is a Prince bass? It was it was written in the spirit of Prince. He literally has one song on there. That's the like Nicki song esque two songs. That's enough. Nicki is a, a Prince name. This I've been making love to Nicki. That's a great song. What's the best song off the first album? Nicki. Purple Kisses. Oh, that's Purple a good Kisses one. I like Nicki. Because then he re-upped on Nicki on like three albums later. Yeah. Nicki Part 2. Is it Nicki Part 2? Yeah. It's Nicki Part 2, but yeah. then it's, uh, what's it called? Abyss. That's on, that's on the second album, I believe. I don't remember. But whatever. I always go between the first and the third. But then you can listen to the second album. It's like, damn, the second album is fucking jamming too. Second album got Fancy on it. It's got Right Side of My Brain on it. Fancy is one of the best dream songs, period. Yeah. Um, single I song. It's 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 very it's it's very it's hard. hard. Yeah. I think I mean all easy, this shit. Like it at, in an effort to not pick because we could talk about this forever. I'm gonna just say the first was the best. Um. Even to even to the album that he dropped today, not today, but his most recent shit, 
It's good. It's just it's so much music. Like I, I get what he did. I guess he just has what? a hard drive full of you fucking have, music. You have the just, name of it. Like, what are you? What are um, you, you so you doing like to breathe? You just telling the half a fucking story. What's the name of it? I come to you for these. Uh, this. What? You have a phone right there. Look it up. I don't know. Oh, it's so far fucking, away. This fucking vodka. Uh, it is. What's the we, name we, of we it? We probably should do an episode sober, so we can like do it constructively. Well, that won't be interesting. It might. We'll smoke and then we'll do it. I think we're interesting guys just normally. We are. So why not? I'm doing my best work when I'm drinking. <sighs> oh, whoa. Let's not say about mm. that. I At least I think I do. That's all I that th- matters. See, that's the whole point. You drunk. You think you do. <laughs> you think you, you that's all that matters. As long as you please yourself, you, you're all right. Oh, wow. So fucking selfish. I'm not selfish, but if I make myself feel good in the process, that's all that matters. You no, know, you said as long as you... Please well, I mean, yourself. I hope you get something out of it, too. I'm not just saying, fuck you. But, I mean. No, you essentially are. Well, that's not what I mean. <laughs> I'm hoping you get something out All of right, it. All right. We, 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 Side di- track. We, Side di- track. we digress. What's the name of his first album? I mean, his last album. Um, pressure. Is it Pressure? It's definitely, definitely not Pressure. It's called... Um, Let's just fucking Google it. Keep talking, Lee. Grant's going to Google this real quick. I got to take another commercial break. Are you fucking serious? I'm serious. I don't know what's going on today. God damn it. Why <laughs> you always taking commercial breaks in the middle of a subject? I'm sorry. We're going to you just Google that and God we're going to come back it. to it. All right. We're back from commercial break. We're back here with the uh, album name. Talking about the dream. Talking about the dream. Watch out for that cup. I got it. Um, that his most recent album's called a uh, sex tape. Also called uh, Menage Trois, because it's three. It's basically three parts. He released them all together. Okay. Call it Menage Trois, sex tape. So it got sex tape one, sex tape two, sex tape three. So. And it's all together called a Menage Trois. Yeah. Mm. There's three. Uh, and it's very sexually charged music, so I guess that's a good, I guess that's a good marketing brand. I still haven't u- listened to all of the shit. You can't. <laughs> it's the same way with Chris Brown. I mean, you can, but it's like it's, it's a lot it's, of music to listen to. I don't know anybody that's listened to all of it and then digested it. You gotta think about the music it is, though. It's like fucking music. Yeah, so. after by fucking. 15 songs of sex songs, you'd be like, all right, I ain't fucking nothing. That's so. what I say. You're not just listening to it just while you're driving, my nigga. Like, you got to be doing something. What do you mean, doing something? Sexually? Yes. You listen to music? I tried that one time. It didn't work out for me. I, matter of fact, I had sex to the whole uh, Love King album. Maybe that's why I like it so much. This is the third album. Oh, yeah, so you got a good history behind it then. It, it means more to you. Shout out to. Who was that? That's Chinese? That was... That fried rice was, and wings? I was censoring myself. Oh, it sounded like fried rice and wings. No. Fried rice, that's what's up with but wings? <laughs> it's so racist. God <laughs> damn it. Sorry. Fucking racist. Shout out, I love my fried rice and wings. Exactly. Shout out to uh, number one rice and wings. No I ain't even there in a minute. Chicken and rice. Oh, um, okay. So, 
we both agree for the sake of argument that number one is the best album. Mm hmm. Let's move on. Fuck it. See, that's all we had to do. You could you could have held you could have held your shit for that. For nah, two was. minutes. You know what? <laughs> I think vodka <laughs> I don't drink a lot of vodka. But I drink a lot of water all day. I try Do to you? get a gallon of water in a day. You try. Most of the time I'm successful. I get at least two liters. Damn. Oh. That's less than a gallon, yeah. but not much less. Yeah. I do a gallon. I bring the, my gallons with me and drink them a day. Because I move around so much and sweating all day. Yeah, and especially this summer. Yeah. All right, but. Um, we, it was we, 103 we, today. We're we, we about to bring it down. We're about to bring it down a little bit, Lee. Slow. Slow I've mean, I, I mean, go, I mean going through some shit. I don't know if it's Mercury retrograde <laughs> ending. Turn but I've been down. going through some shit, Lee. Oh, we forgot. Uh, just side note. Back. Uh, what's his name? Turn the lights down. Uh, turn lights off. Is it Rico Love? Yeah, great producer, what songwriter. We throw. I throw my classic songwriters. Neo. Oh, Dream. we were talking about songwriters. At we some wasn't, point? but just people oh, that okay. make music that songwrite <laughs> great. Both sides. I thought of him too. He has a great mixtape. Can't lie. No, Rico Love is a great uh, songwriter, and he has good music as an artist. And uh, he wrote a lot of Usher shit. Also, also. Um, Somebody who's written more Usher shit came out with an album today, actually. Uh, Jonte Austin. Who's oh, he had an album? He, he just came out with it today. He's mm. If you've been following him, he's been trying to come out with this album for oh. a, a long time. And we can't forget about For like at least 10 years. And he's written some of your favorite songs. He's written yeah. fucking Mariah Carey, Usher, Chris Brown, Mario, everybody. Some of your favorite songs, Jonte Austin has written them. But he got uh, it's called Love, Sex, and Religion. I just started listening to it today. I have so to listen to go that. check it out. And we Who can't else? forget about your favorite songwriter, Baby Brian Face? Michael Cox. See, B. Cox Ace is Town's like, on. B. Cox is he works a lot with Jonte Austin. Yeah, they all three. He's a songwriter, yeah. but he's also like from he's more like the the music. On a song versus yeah. the lyrics. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. He's not. Yeah, well, I guess he's a producer more than a song. He's still a songwriter, though, because he comes up with the melody for the song. Okay. That's you're writing the music well, for the song. They made my all time classic album together. A Confessions. Lot of Confessions. Now, I did. Him, uh, Jermaine Dupree. And, um, That's my all-time favorite album. Watch. On that album, I don't know what Jonte writes on that. I don't know if he wrote anything on that album. Or they they collaborated. Jonte Austin. Together. I don't know if he wrote anything on. Was on, he? Um, no, he probably wrote like uh, one of those slower songs. I I can't. I thought Brian Michael Cox wrote. wrote no, we talking too. about we talking about Jonte Austin. We t- no, you talking about the collaboration between all three. But I'm saying I thought Jonte, he Brian, Brian Michael Cox, Cox wrote a song for, them, for the album. Burned. He it wrote it though, and produced it. Brian Michael Cox and Jermaine Dupri did Burned. Okay. Yeah. Greatest uh, song. They did Confessions. Greatest album they of did all Confessions time. Confessions Part One. Uh, Rico Love wrote Throwback. Greatest album he of said, all time. He said that was the first song he ever wrote. He said he was signed to Usher as a, a rapper, and he wouldn't get that no didn't money. Work out. <laughs> right. He wouldn't get no money. And so he went to Usher like, bro, I need some money. Because Usher had a record yeah. label. And Usher was like, all right, 
hey, I'm write me a song for my album. This shit is gonna go diamond. I'm telling you right now, it's gonna go yeah. diamond. He had that kind of vision. Just write for a it. song for me. Yeah. This after my way. Yeah. My My Way was the shit. Yeah. That album was the shit. He was like, it's gonna go diamond. Write a song for me. You're gonna get some money. He wrote Throwback, which is one of the better songs on the album. And they did a lot of Trey Songs work. He writes a lot for Trey Songs. A lot of his earlier John work. Tate, John Tate writes Tate, a lot for Trey Songs too. Yeah. So they got a great work. Right, between them, like the whole. I thought JD, they should have just stayed like a little program together. JD, all like of them. even like they did the whole Emancipation of Mimi, the Mariah Carey album. Yeah. That was a good. They that was a decent e album. Equals MC Square album. That's when yeah. they were, like we belong. We belong together. Yeah, that was a great like, song. They call that and uh, "Be Without You" by uh, Mary J. Blige. That's both Brian Michael Cox and Jonte Austin, and JD with the uh, Mariah Carey one. But they all say those are like two the greatest R&B songs of the two thousands. Because Jonte Austin ain't he from Dallas? Is he from Dallas? He's from Atlanta. He from Atlanta? Yeah. Okay, I thought he was from Dallas. Yeah. He's from Atlanta. Try to Atlanta. Maybe we can go to Atlanta. We should. Ah, that'd be a good trip. We can go to Atlanta. I, cause I, I've been to Atlanta, Shout but I haven't experienced Atlanta. I got homegirl living in Atlanta. We should. She, we should she, definitely we, make that happen. We had we had some uh some little hood juices in Atlanta. I guess in New York they would call them nutcrackers. What? Well, basically they would call them nutcrackers in it in uh New York. But basically, like you go to the dude house, he got the liquor for. Like he just make up the the little liquor li- liquor juice and put it in a jar and sell it for for the cheap. Oh, like the they cool do that cup, on the north side. Like a lot the cool here. cup lady. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Alcohol and it's just juice. I always see that on the north side. If you want oh, some really? shit like that, you gotta go to the north side to get it. Shit like that. Man, cornbread brought some to to the podcast. Oh yeah, one time. Cor- I cornbread dude. But I mean, shout out to cornbread. I see yeah, shout out to cornbread. Uh, Chick, uh, not Chick Fil A. Uh, uh, cheddars, cheddars, yes. Cheddars, cheddars are my favorite spot. <laughs> what are we talking? About? So we were moving on to um, sad shit. Yeah, should yo. we keep sad shit or should we just keep talking about random bullshit? Get well, it off your chest. Well, well I was gonna say whatever, sad shit because like uh, earlier this week, you know what I'm saying? Like work is like really tiring and um, and you know I was telling Lee off mic like I'm just. This year is like I've dedicated to myself. Like I'm trying to do a lot of things for myself and trying to set up a lot of things for the future. And it's requiring a lot of sacrifice on my end. And it's halfway through the year and it's really starting to wear on me. And work is wearing on me and trying to eat right and work out is wearing on me as well. And I just feel... Not defeated, but it's just tough. You know what I mean? And the other day, I was I was like in my meditative state, praying to God, and I was like, I found myself praying to God, like, man, let this be an easy week, let this be a stress free week. But then I was like, man, I don't. I, that's not. That doesn't feel right. So I was like, instead, like yeah. instead of praying for ease, I started praying for strength. Like I didn't want it to be easy. I just wanted to 
he's strong enough to handle it and getting stronger to be able to handle it. So I pray for strength instead of ease. And I think it's just, it kind of changed my perspective and how I want to deal with things for the rest of the year and and going forward. I guess this is a good topic because I'm a a little different. Yeah. um, I'm more of a kind of person where shit is going to be what it's going to be. What do you mean by that? Well, like you say, like oh, like you say, you pray for ease, or you know, you pray for the situation to get better. I'm more of a shit is gonna be what's gonna be, and everybody gonna get that. I, I'm, I hate to say it, but I think I'm more on the evil side of the board. So do you do you pray? I pray, but for a certain, things? I feel like I pray, I said, but I also feel like. Um, I, I guess you could say I believe in the energy put out comes back as far as when you do wrong to people, a uh, chick going to come back and hit you in the face. But it's not about being wrong or doing right. It's just that's life. Life life, life is difficult. It is. It life is. is hard. And I think you and I are the same in that I do agree that things will just be how they will be. And that's why I said, like, I – I stop praying for ease. Yeah. And for it to be easy, I just pray to be strong enough to handle it. And pray for strength to and, to get stronger to yeah. be able to handle it. Well, and I, so, and I, like, I agree with you. Like, things will happen as they will yeah, happen. They're going to happen regardless. You I can't just, control that. And I guess that's the same thing. Like you said, I pray for more of a. Just like I told you with my company, they transfer into another company that been sold out. You know, and at the end of the day, I we don't none of us that work at that company know what this other company has in store for us. But I've learned through life, just have your own shit together, and then whatever happens, happens. You know, um, whether that's getting your finances in order, or uh, getting your ass up off your ass to find something else to do, whatever it may be. It's going to be you, what it's going to be. Do you find, like, in your life that you create priorities? Or is, like, everything the top priority? Like, are there things in your um, life that are most important that you want to handle? And they kind of, you kind of, you know, handle those. As yeah, yeah. Everything I, I else kind of falls to the wayside. I kind of set those priorities about uh, uh, off of how they help me move. It's like we were talking about credit, you know. Getting your credit together, getting stuff together, in that order. Okay, those are the things that, like, even in my situation where things are transitioning and going a different way than I'm going, possibly. You know, just get my shit in line, you know. So being prepared, I guess, is the same thing for whatever happens. And you take it as you come, as it comes. You know, shit, if it works out, it works out. If Because you... you we spend a lot of time. I was, I was thinking about this too earlier. Uh, you spend a lot of time worrying about shit that you really have no control of, right? And you know, it's just. I was I was telling that to a friend the other day. I was like, you just can't worry about everything. And you think you have control of everything, or you have no control. But it's it's to me, it's fucked up. And it's funny that you bring this up because I was thinking about this. I was like. Well, we see, say we, we don't have control we, of nothing, it's, it's but not do funny. we really have control it's of not, everything? It's not funny that I bring it up. Well, it's I not funny. It up for a reason. We yeah, were yeah. supposed to have this conversation. Okay. Well, 
Like I, I, I want to get that to point across to our listeners and to you. Like, things happen for a reason. Like, nothing happens by chance or happenstance or coincidence. It may seem like that, but everything is purposeful. True. Go ahead. And, well, my my question to myself was when I was sitting there thinking, I was like, do things happen the way they're supposed to happen? Or is it, like, always, like, a cause and effect? Like, if somebody comes to you and say, I'm going to fire you. Do you say, well, if you're going to fire me, it was meant to be? Or do you try to change that person's decision and maybe say, well, maybe I can change that decision from firing me if I try a little harder or I do a little bit more or or things like that to change the outcome of being fired? All right. So is it just like a give up factor? think, Think about it like this. Think about it like this. If you were talking to a girl. And she said, you know what, Lee? I'm not really feeling this. I think we should uh, part ways and go our separate directions and do, you know, explore some other options okay. as far as relationships. And you tell her, no, 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 no. Like, uh, I can make it better. I can do better. I'll like, be a better trust dude. Me, trust I'll me. buy more shit, whatever it may be. What What Would is the likelihood? It? Yeah, exactly. What is the likelihood that that will salvage y'all's relationship? Even if she says, okay, in her mind, there's a time limit on you that she will give you until you mess up or until she's just tired of you because she's already made her mind on her own that she don't want to do this. Well, and that's the question in your hand. In your scenario... This person has already decided on their own that they want to fire you. So even if you convince them for a second, they still on the on the yeah. end of firing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like it, it, you can make the argument that, okay, yeah, you don't hit any of the shots that you don't take. But that's but, my logic. But do also, you not it's hit like the shots that you I don't also take, feel like or do you it uh, it kind of it's, it's complicated. I'm telling you, it, see? it definitely because is it's complicated. Like, it's I tried, but then I didn't try. Like if you try, can you change the outcome, or do you just accept life as it comes? But if you ways? ever heard of uh, picking your battles, you ever heard yeah. of that that phrase? I think it's a it's a a game of picking your battles, seeing where. You know, the writing was on the wall. Yeah. As opposed to this came out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And in either case, I think it happens for a reason. So not I'm to say believer. not to say that you should resist or you shouldn't resist things that happen to you. But I also think you should be moving in throughout life yeah. to where Things that quote unquote happen to you don't affect you. Well, and that I as I get older, like I said, I'm definitely a believer more in of uh, you know, it, I always hear some people, especially on the radio, people, Charlemagne, different people say, you know, like, even go where you celebrated, or you know, life is gonna happen the way it's gonna happen. If it's not meant, one door closes, another one opens. I'm a firm I'm definitely believer. A believer in in all that. That. I'm a firm believer that. Like I don't, I don't. 
I don't want to put a, I don't want to put up a fight to be somewhere where people don't feel like they want me at, or I don't want to put up a fight to go places where people don't want us at. You know, all those different things. So I'm definitely a believer is it's gonna be what it's gonna be. Yeah, I could change your mind today, but would I change your mind forever? You know, you may get over it for the day or the next week or two weeks. But it also boils down to uh, controlling things that you can't control. And what you said is changing your mind, meaning affecting someone else's mind. You can't do that. You can only control things within your reach. And somebody else's mind is not within your reach. So I choose to focus on things that I can't control. And everything else, well, and I, it will happen only, as it happens. My only debate that I have myself with that is, is that a a give up mentality? Like, okay, I can't I don't think it's, I don't think it's a give up mentality. I think it's more like a Tai Chi type mentality. Like, you take the, the path of least resistance. The that, that's good, you think? It depends on the scenario. It depends on the scenario. That's why I say you got to pick your ball- your battles. I don't think you, it's it's a it's a matter of giving up. I think it's more of a a matter of this is you have to. I think you have to walk towards something as opposed to walking away from something. Yeah. Like instead of saying oh, I'm giving up on this, <laughs> say I'm walking towards. Something where it's less stress. Yeah. Or I'm walking towards something different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like when you like you break it down again, like to relationship terms, like I'm not breaking up with this person. I am choosing to be in a situation where I'm happier. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, don't think about it as a lack of a relationship or a lack of intimacy or a lack of companionship. Think of it as more I'm walking towards happier times. So what brought you to this moment to think about this topic? Like I said, the other day I was was just, I was literally sitting right there talking, you know, every day I wake up, I have like this meditation time. And I was just thinking, you know, all the things that was coming with the the coming week. It was th- I think it was like either Sunday or it was probably Monday. It was like Monday or Tuesday or something like that. Now, actually, I think it was Tuesday. It was Tuesday. So you have a Grant has a, was, a couch in here that he has his own couch session with on Monday morning. Any every morning, I have oh, like a meditative. Couch little session. situation. I talk to myself. I talk to God. And I was just thinking, like, there's so many things going on in my head, going on in my, you know, that I don't necessarily voice with people, but I'm always thinking about different things about yeah. my life, things that I'm working on. It was like, damn, this is this is hard. Like, yeah. that's what I was thinking. Like, life gets hard. I'm, I'm truly <laughs> believing that. Yeah. That was kind of, a, I think, the topic you yeah, brought that's, to me. That's exactly Does what life I said. get hard? Like, type of life is hard. How? It wasn't a question of life gets hard. Life is hard. Yeah. Like, and I was just thinking, like, I was initially praying for life to be easier. 
Well, that's what I but, was like. You don't get stronger by true asking for less weight on the well, bar. Well, and that's what I was thinking. Sometimes, like especially when I'm at work, I ride downtown. You see all these people that just roam the world and don't have nowhere to be. It's like. Damn, like, how do you get to this point? Is it like just like it's people give up cocaine. on life? Well, even even well, no, in it's, that, it's, it's, I mean, like, I, I do that, believe people give up on life. I say that jokingly, but you know, it it it's more than just that. Like, there there are drug addictions, there it's, are it's special mental needs, health, mental health, you know, stuff like you know, that. families die out. People that and I always, you know, say. It's a lot of guys, or you hear people say in general, it's a lot of guys that maybe used to be on or whatever at, at some point in time, and they go to jail, and when they get out, their families are dead, nobody to support them. They end up having to go to the streets and just live in the world. And, you know, you got a lot of mix of everything out there, you know, and... You, you got people that just give up on life too. Just like I'm, I'm tired. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of trying. I'm tired of being in the, the. As I always think of the wheel, I'm tired of being in the fucking. But I mean, if you think about it, like a lot of Americans are like one or two paychecks away from that. Yeah. From being I mean, we got a lot of people that don't necessarily live on the streets, but live the same lifestyle. They either you know living I mean? off of uh, government assistance or, or, you know, you know all kind of stuff like that. You know, they just don't live on the streets every day. But they don't work, don't make money. They beg and borrow, bum, whatever they get, can get, and use the system for the better of their benefits. And so, how, you got how a bunch do, of people out there you, like that. How do you cope when you're living a life that's so hard? I speak for myself, like, I just, you know, in between time, I try to have as much fun as possible. I feel like I'm always, like, the person trying to make people laugh. I'm trying to think happy thoughts. I'm trying to make people laugh. I'm trying to just enjoy my time, like, because there's so many things you could be mad at. Yeah. could be sad about. But there are also so many reasons to be happy, too. Well, I think about. So I choose to look uh, to think about the the silver lining, so to speak, and to help other people see the silver lining too. Yeah. Well, I th- I think about it just to say somebody like us. Life is not bad. It's all about how we take it and and work it. I mean, yeah. overall, yeah, it might not be bad, but how do you cope with those low moments, though? Um, how you deal with it? Find your little happiness, whatever. Find your happiness. I'm, I'm speaking about you yourself personally. Um, I'm, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's just kind of work through them. It's, it's it's a moment. I guess it's a reassuring self. Like it's just a moment. It'd be over. So you just kind of be, you've been here before. You know, you got through it last time. You'll get through it this time. So you kind of sit in it and understand it is what it is. It's yeah. just a moment. Just a moment. Don't let it. Don't let it consume it. you. You to, press through it. Yeah, yeah. You keep that that strong mental. Like, don't yeah. let it take it. Don't, it's just don't a let moment. It take over you. 
Man, and matter of fact, I seen Jim Jones talk about that earlier. Uh, I seen somebody posting. It was a post about Jim Jones. He's saying, like, I'm a hustler. You know, it's a lot of people that it's a lot of shit I done been through that people don't know. Nobody ever know. I don't let my girls see it. My mom see it or whatever. Like, we may go a month or two without buying Chanel purses. But guess what? When we back home. It's Chanel purses every day, you know. When you know, so and he was basically saying like the game and everything got the way I took it. The game, everything got ups and downs. Life is all about ups and downs. You got times where you're gonna be at your highest. You got times you're gonna be at your lowest. You just I gotta heard. be able to ride that wave until you can get back to a point. And like he was saying, it may be a couple months where hey, I can't, I can't buy you. N- just just nice ass shit or let you do what you want to do. We got to buckle down. But then we'll get back and we'll make it through this and we'll get back to where we can do what we want to do every day. Lee, you talking like a real drug dealer right now. I'm just well, uh, well this is <laughs> I'm just saying. This is paraphrasing. I'm just saying. Uh Jim Jones. You saw you know about uh, this life. I mean, but I believe in that. I I do believe in that. It, it it's times where it may not be six months, it may be a year, maybe two years, maybe three years, maybe five years, you know. But uh it's it's all about ups and downs. And I think life is all about being able to withstand. Some people break. You'll be surprised in this world. I wouldn't be surprised how many anything. people break from the ups and downs. I wouldn't be surprised about anything. Well I heard I heard a guy shout out to what's his name? John, my boy John. Whoa. I'm a boy, but you know, a guy, a guy I once knew named John. What he, happened to John? He said, Sound like he did." He was friends with my ex, so I mean, it's not my friend. Oh, okay. <laughs> said that like he was dead. Like you know, he's I not dead. He once upon that time, I know like, of, but he's a great guy, great entrepreneur, great human being. I appreciate the time that I had with him. Um, real stand-up guy, and he 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 talked about life as far as finding balance. He said, and this was like very poignant. I never heard it presented like this. He said, there's no such thing as like balance in your life. You're always dancing in between. How about riding the wave? Ups and downs, ebbs and flows. Like surfing. Riding the wave, the wakes and the valleys, the peaks and valleys. Like you're there. There's no such thing as balance. We're I'm, all dancing in between ups and downs. And and it, when he said that, I was like, that that makes that make it, yeah. it it puts a different perspective and spin on how you look at things. Like nobody is balanced. Nobody is even killed. Nobody is no perfect. Nobody is perfectly what? balanced. That's Everybody the beautiful thing about life. In between the up and the down. That's the beautiful thing about life. Off and you're on. Life can change every day. You can be up one day and down tomorrow. Fuck a day, hour, hour. You just never know. So, um, that's one thing I learned is just working and being around people. Um, I mean, you gotta take it when you got good situations. You gotta take advantage of it. You know, and yeah, you because gotta do it the right won't thing. be good for Yeah, because good and that's situations. That's what you have to know. Good situations come and go. And, and 
if you handle what you're supposed to handle, then you uh you'll be able to make it through. It's the people that fuck up that don't handle what they're supposed to handle that don't make it through. And I mean, if you have an understanding that I feel life is 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 ups and downs, ride the wave, it's always something. You know, yeah, one door is closed, one door opens. You'd be all right. You're better equipped, like you said. You're this better is a moment to handle it. Yeah. Once you understand that, like you can't get too f- high up in your highs, and you can't get too low in your yeah. lows. Well, and it's because just, you know it'll eventually yeah. turn around. And it's just we'll bring it back to a little music. Uh, thinking about like the. Um, like the Big Sean new song, single again. Boy, boy. Like um like he would mention his mental and like drug looking into drugs to try to figure out a way to you know, it's a lot of people out here that's millionaires, that's got money, that's got wealth. And in my mind, I would think like, you got everything you need. Like if you're having problems, just fucking get away. Just go disappear for a fucking a couple months. Like you got money. You're not in a need for money. You got you're making three point nine nine million dollars a fucking year. You got what are you here stressing about? But it's not everything. Um, just like he was saying about drugs, you know, he tried to drown himself in drugs. Drugs not the way either. People go to drugs and shit to try to drown their shit in. Well, just also by that same token, like money and trips and gifts and all that is not this. It's not it's, the answer. It's either, not, but either. it can to me in my mind. Um, I mean, and 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 that's, I don't know. I, I have a whole different mind frame as far as people with money like that. And you know what, Lee? I, I think it's also because you and I come from a background of, like, the have not, so to speak. You know, okay. relatively speaking, like, we, we don't come from money. Mm-hmm. So we can't, we, we, we think that money can solve all of our, all of our problems. Well. Well, they can solve all of our problems Problem. right now because we ain't got no money. We ain't got nothing more problems if we get money. You, once we get money, there will be new problems that arise. Well, and that's the thing: what new problems and come with problems money? Problems that money will not be able to fix. So, well, and that's that's and the I question. Think, and I think that's what Big Sean is experiencing. Yeah, like he just got money, maybe you know, a few years ago. He's been rich. Yeah, a few years, and now he's going through life understanding, and he, you know he's fairly young too. He's going yeah. through life understanding that previously, and I don't think he necessarily came from just the slum slums, but you know I think he's gonna have a banging album. Money, though. money. I already said that last week. Yeah, because he got. I think he's he's in. Which in life you experience. He's experienced a lot. I think lately. he's come to some realizations. Shout out to the podcast. What? Okay. RTNR. Okay. Realizations. <laughs> I think he's come to some realizations that this life is like what you make it. No yep. matter what you have or you don't have or how talented you are or you are not or what girl you have or you don't have, like, Life is what you make it. Yeah. And I think they find a lot of people with money find out is 
like you said, there's no escaping problem. Even in my mind, I think, like, if you had money, you could escape these problems. For like you said. A little while. Yeah. I, I think in my mind, it's like. You can what? escape some problems, yeah. But my mind, to me, sometimes I think the world is so simple. As far as we make it a lot more complicated. But if you don't want to see shit that people talk about on so social media, if you, stop you think, looking at you it. You think the world is so simple. Can you explain the world to us, Lee, in your opinion? I feel like, well, and when I say so simple, I'm going to say what the new generation of people deal with from social media, maybe even superstar media. Big Sean dropped off the map. For how long? A year or more? Nobody asked about him. Nobody was like, where Big Sean at? Like, let's I go s- look I for pictures for him. Sean. I said it. Well, you may have said it, but you didn't go out looking for him. Nah, you I didn't, didn't go through the internet looking for new Big Sean pictures. I didn't. You wasn't standing out in front of his house trying to I get didn't. pictures of him. I wasn't. So it was just, it was an idea. Where, where you go? You know? But, and in my mind, my mind thinks, okay. You got all this, you got a fucking shipload of money. You got five point billion million dollars, whatever, not billion, but millions or whatever you got. Whatever. I mean, you can you can go off for a month and live on an island somewhere. And like somebody that really enjoys their life and enjoys their wealth, I feel is somebody like Lil Duval. He really enjoys What the hell the, are you talking about, Lee? Well, I'm, I'm saying you <laughs> said how can like people Get so worked up and caught up in everyday life, or or even famous people. I guess I'm coming from a famous person perspective, putting myself in that shoe. Where? Yeah, we we're not famous yet, but we gonna know. We are famous. I mean, I'm out here. Finally, I'm famous. Shout out to Big Sean. Exactly, I'm active. I'm out here. But but see, I think why to, I, your, to I, your point, Lil Duval is a person who's got money. And he, uh, I think Lil Duval understands what life is about. It ain't about shit. It's about yourself. And tell him how great you make it. Basically, all this is about. Yeah, it's about how great you make it. Yeah, within yourself. It's it's not about money. It's not about anything outside of yourself. It's about yourself and your mental. I feel like he's somebody that takes advantage of his wealth. And he he like he's like he has his island or whatever he does he takes his trip, he bought a plane whatever. But it, it is it is what it is. You know, sitting here stressing about shit that, you know, even myself. Sometimes you stress about my situation, like the company going through changes. What does that leave for me? What does that leave for the other employees? I, I can't control it. If the motherfuckers walk through the door tomorrow and say we want to start selling balloons. I got to fucking start selling balloons if I want a fucking job. See, know? yeah, that's so, why you worry about the things you can't control. Like, so, if you know those questions are floating around in the in the atmosphere, the thing you can't control is, like, looking for another position, looking for another job. Yeah. Like, those are the things that you can't control. And I think people will be so much more well-off once they just focus on the things that they can yep. control, and, and that's it. And look like, at and when bad situations occur, looking at it, how can I better myself in this process? How can I get more control? What of can my I own learn self? from this dark or this yeah, valley? Yeah, 
this valley period in my life? What As can I, said, I learn from it? It's always a lesson in everything, whether it's good or bad. I was talking to Cello about that and his uh, uh, acting stuff. And I was like, shit, you know, if you get it, it's great. If you don't, at least, you know, you you be, you able to put something towards your resume and, and learn something and was able to pick something up. Maybe whether it's, uh, you know, speaking with a professional or, or being around professionals or, or, you know, something. It's always something to learn and pick up. Yeah. You know how to handle situations. It's all different. about how you turn it on its head and use it for your own benefit. And I, to me, at the end of the day, that's what life is about. It's so yeah, to bring it back to our our main original source. point, we 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 can agree that life is hard, but it's it's all about it how does you it does boil it down out. to like you said, Lee, how you spin it around and put your spin on it and make it benefit. That's what it's all about. Everybody got a hard job. Everybody got a hard. It's people Everybody. out there who got shitty jobs, wives, Everybody. kids, all type of shit going on at once. And they right. juggle it and they, like, shit. Can't get no work, you know. It, it, so, it I is. mean, you like, do if, what you, you if, do. If, if, if Lee, you, you, you're talking to somebody that's listening to this podcast right now. They got their earbuds in their ear right now. What do you want to say to them about life? Life. Um, take everything as a lesson, never uh, in a negative way. Everything you do in this world is a lesson. It's either going to teach you how to do something different. As far as, like I say, if you go in to a situation, you get a job, or you don't get a job, or you get an acting role, or you get don't get it, whatever it may be in your life, if you don't get it, you look at it and say, okay, why didn't I get it? What did I do wrong? What can I correct? It's all a learning lesson. And you take advantage of all your opportunities. Do the right thing. Spike Lee. Shout out to Spike. Do the right thing and take advantage of all opportunities. And everything is a learning lesson. It's never a, it's could, never I, a setback. It's never a problem. I could not agree more. And on just on top of all of that, like laugh, like laugh yeah. more. Like, I, like I said, I feel like a purpose of mine is to make people laugh, and to also to listen to people, because people a lot of times they be going through stuff and they just want to tell somebody. That's half of the battle. So it's about getting I, out I feel and not like I'm a good, crazy. I'm a good listener, and I also can make people laugh and most see people- the. The better, or or the, the like I said, the silver lining in every anything. And most people want to be reassured that they're doing the right thing. But if you fucking up, I'm gonna tell you that too. They need that too. <laughs> what mark is that? Side note, sorry. On that note, God damn it! Shout out to Marcus. On that note, <laughs> Lee, what your what your what your mixtape coming out? I ain't got no mixtape, man. All right, if you want to fuck with, I ain't us. got no studio time, man. Granny gave me no studio money. Lee, what's your what's your your IG, Lee? 
What is my IG? Good question. Let's the see. Lee Show. The Lee T-H-E Show. T H E underscore L E E underscore S H O W. Mine is the one they call Taco. One, no spaces, no underscores. If you want to fuck with the podcast, holler at us at R T A N D R podcast on Instagram. And tell uh, all of the sexy ladies, don't be DM me. Yeah, don't DM Lee because he got a, he got an old lady. You can DM me though. You can DM. Just don't say nothing too crazy. You don't taco. It's for the podcast, okay? For the podcast. That's how you get rid of it. <laughs> for the, the podcast. Line, Calm down. In the subject line, put for the podcast. That's all you gotta do. This old lady got his password. Shout out to her. Juicy. But yeah, if you at this point you still listening, I thank you so much. We thank you so much. Um. And uh, we'll see y'all next week. Yeah, and our, our, our message of the night is... What's the message of the night? I didn't know we had a message of the night. We What's just created this right on, on the fly. What's the message of the night? Um, life is a learning. And uh, nothing nothing's bad. It's either going to teach you something or show you something. And she's not thick. She just got her legs crossed. Exactly. <laughs> Whatever that means, I don't. I I didn't come up with that. I, don't, I have no idea, but I agree with it. So I'll sign off on it. And give you something to think about till next week. Shout out to y'all. We talk to y'all next time. <laughs>